Welcome to this uh, event on this year's uh, Global Report on Food Crisis, which was recently launched and coordinated by the Food Security Information Network, which is led by FAO, WFP, and IFPRI. Uh, being part of uh, FSIN, IFPRI, together with the um, North America office of FAO, uh, we're very happy to host this event here in Washington, D.C. Uh, my name is Rob Voss and I will be your moderator for today. Um, the subtitle of this event is Working Together to Prevent Food Crisis. Uh, the report identifies hotspots of food crisis and their causes. So while as such, it's not a policy report, as the subtitle says, it does want to provide joint analysis for better decisions. The joint analysis part refers to the fact that there's a broad range of agencies that are behind this report, in addition to the ones already mentioned, so it includes FUSENET, USAID, the European Commission, UNICEF, SILS, uh, SAICA, OCHA, and uh, several uh, others. So common understanding should indeed help inform making better and concerted decisions. But what are those better decisions? Um, how can we better deal with and prevent food crisis? Finding an answer to that question will be the focus of our discussion this morning. We will hear more about the main findings of the report in a minute from Luca Russo and uh, Anne-Claire Mouillet, but let me steal a little bit of their limelight and highlight two key findings just to frame the uh, issues for today's discussion. First, the report finds that there's still more than 130 million people facing crisis-level food insecurity in, 19, in 2018, which is slightly down from 2017. Well, that's less than last year, the year before, uh, but there's no reason for great optimism. The, the slight decline that was observed was mainly because of the impacts on food crisis of the El Nino weather shock of 2016-17 that had dissipated uh, in last year, uh, but yet the numbers remain very high. Conflict and climate change continue to impede adequate food access to tens of millions of people, and also economic collapses affected large population groups in a number of countries like Venezuela and several in Africa. Those factors have also led millions of more people to flee their livelihoods, and all these are major reasons for continued deep concern. We'll also hear more about this uh, in a minute. The second uh, point I would like to emphasize is that most of these today's food crises are recurrent and protected. This means they do not have simple solutions and require concerted efforts. Humanitarian emergency relief is needed and has proven to be effective to avoid uh, several uh, critical food situations from turning into famines and widespread human disaster. But humanitarian assistance can only attenuate food crisis situations. It typically does not um, prevent food crises from recurring. Creating more resilient food systems and livelihoods thus will require actions across a much broader front. The fact that conflict is a major underlying cause of many of today's food crises and massive displacements of people implies, for instance, that we need responses that will also contribute to peace building 
and economic stability. These concerns are now well recognized. Um, earlier this month, the report was launched in Brussels at a high-level event of the Global Network Against Food Crisis. Many of the donors present at the meeting, as well as uh, many humanitarian development agencies, pledged to work better together to find such broader and lasting solutions. To discuss all of this and also hear about the outcomes of that uh, gathering, uh, we have uh, uh, a good group of uh, experts for you today, and I'll introduce them as they take the floor. We've divided uh, the event in four parts. Uh, we will start with an overview of the report's main findings by Luca Russo and Anclair Mouillet. Um, this will be followed by two panels. The first will highlight a few country experiences, starting from Yemen, followed by Cox's Bazar in Bangladesh and Venezuela. And then the second panel will discuss global responses, including initiatives by the World Bank and that of the Global Network Against Food Crisis uh, I just mentioned. And then the final, most important part of today's summer, we like to engage you, the audience here in the room, as well as everybody online, to discuss the issues uh, with the panel and give you an opportunity to raise questions uh, to the experts uh, on the panel. So without further ado, let me uh, give the floor to Luca Russo, who is the Senior Strategic Advisor on Resilience of FEO and also a member of the Steering Committee of the Food Security Information Network, and to Anne-Claire Moulier, the, Secretary, uh, sec uh, the Coordinator of the Secretariat of the FSIN. You have the floor to introduce the report. Luca, you come first. <laughs> 